Political Coffee, your one-hour thought-provoking news and commentary as you begin your day. And now, here's your host, Jeff Croft. Hey, good morning, everybody. Welcome. It is another sweltering hot day. At least it isn't as bad as, well, maybe it is down in the south where they have 100-degree temperatures and Huge humidity. That's fine, folks. We've it's summer. We expect to get some of this, right? Yup. We do. Now, let me ask you a couple of questions. And by the way, if you are struggling with then I mean this sincerely, if you are struggling with um the heat in your home then you, there are cooling centers here in the Salem, the Mid-Valley area. And I'll, and I'll give you a quick rundown where they are. Get to one of them. Salem Public Library, the main library, the Liberty Street, the West Salem branch of the Salem Public Library on Glen Creek Road, the Recovery Outreach Community Center on Silverton Road, Polk County Recovery Outreach Community Center in Dallas. Sandy M Outreach Community Center, that's in Mill City up the canyon. The Arches Project also, they, they have three outreach teams that are traveling throughout Marion and Polk counties to check on unsheltered people, homeless people, right? And deliver water. The Arches Project is on Commercial Street, Union Gospel Mission, the Home Youth Resource Center on Union Street, Host, which I'm unfamiliar, it's a drop-in center for young adults, it's on Liberty Street. These are cooling centers that are available, and I'm sure there are probably more, but these are places where you could because they're expanding the the time with which the length of time which we're going to have triple digits here folks so if you know of someone whose air conditioning has given out and they don't call freedom heating and air they should because freedom heating and air even in the heat will get out to their home right away that's what they do best Freedom heating and air, folks. I'm, I'm serious. This is one of the things they pride themselves on. It's one of the ways they built their business. Freedomheatingandair.net is their website. But just give them a call. If you know of someone whose air conditioning has given out, has stopped, has died, help them find another air conditioner or urge them to call Freedom Heating and Air. 503-580-1456, 580-1456, Freedom Heating and Air, friends. It's going to be hot for a few days. In fact, Kate Brown, 
You know, stop. She doesn't do many things right, but she's declared a heat emergency in 25 of Oregon's 36 counties through the end of July, the 31st. And that means that Oregon's Department of Emergency Management, an organization that I knew well when I served in the legislature, is part of the work I did in Homeland Security after 9-11. They are activating the state's emergency coordination center, which is here in Salem, to coordinate essential protective measures. Well, that's good. And that might include activating elements of the National Guard to help people with these things. At any rate, folks, be careful out there today. You know, when it, yesterday, last couple of days in the hot part of the day, I personally have uh, just gotten, I'm not combining now. Uh, as you know, the sidewall on one of my main combine tires just gave out on me, three and a half year old tire. The new one shows up today sometime. Hopefully we get it on. Hopefully I get into an air-conditioned combine cab. And my truck driver is in an air-conditioned truck cab. That's good. In the meantime, the last couple of days, because I haven't been combining, when it gets to the hot part of the afternoon, I've just stayed inside. And I hope you can do the same. But again, if you know someone, and I mean this sincerely, if you know somebody who, who isn't able to do that, direct them to the cooling centers. Statesman Journal has an article about that. That's the one that I'll have on the show plan today. You can read it and look at it all and, and they have the addresses to them. Um, hey, look at that. Kamala Harris says, I am woman. Hey, they finally figured it out. The Democrats. <laughs> they finally figured it out. You know this, uh, well, we can't tell you if we're a man or a woman thing. It ain't going so good. I'll get guarantee you they are focus grouping that and polling it. I would be. And they're not liking the results. Anyway, a couple of questions. I, here's what I want to talk about with you today. Is it time to disband the FBI? Seriously, folks. There's a piece written by John Daniel Davidson in The, the Federalist. He says it's time to disband it. Why? Because they keep interfering in presidential elections. I think it goes deeper than that. Also, is Measure 114, which is now IP17, this is the so-called um, what the media calls a you know, just a, a, a measure that simply bans large capacity magazines and, you know, creates permits to purchase it. Is it the most extreme gun measure in the country? It's an article in the Northwest Observer today, and I'm going to go through this to you in just a moment. It may be. We'll talk a little bit about that, also talk about Tucker Carlson skewering Portland um, on its hipster homeless czar. There was a, you can watch it, the Oregon Catalyst. The, the guy that's supposed to be helping the homeless plays, plays guitar and I guess spends more time in his office playing and singing than he does actually helping the homeless people. That gets skewered. And then um, 
another very scary thing. A lot of good stuff out of the Federalists today. Biden's illegal election Hail Mary might still be intercepted. This is where Joe Biden has instructed all federal agencies, no matter what, to get engaged in voter registration. All it is is a way to boost Democrat voter turnout and an electoral advantage. Because they know, they see what's going on. They see the polls. Inflation's at a 40-year high. We're going to find out tomorrow if we are, in fact, in a recession. I mean, we, we know it already. But how? Just the question is just how bad is it going to be? Most importantly, Biden's approval rating is plummeting. I just saw a story, it was appearing on Fox Business, about how Biden... Democrats are moving away from him. Well, duh. The courts are beginning, and the, the Biden administration has been hiding this information about how they are instructing federal agencies to engage in voter registration. Well, the courts have just said, no, you got to provide that. You can't say it, you're just not going to do it. The court has ordered the government federal district court, the DOJ, to provide all of the requested documents under the FOIA request before the midterm elections. Now, we'll see if it can be stopped. Oh, and guess who's running this? Obama's gal. Remember I told you it's really Barack Obama, that's, this is Barack Obama's third term, folks. Susan Rice, you know, the one who went on the five television shows, networks on Sunday to lie about the Benghazi situation. Yeah, that woman. She's O'Biden's domestic policy advisor. Yeah, she is running this effort. Don't expect that uh, unless the courts absolutely order it, it, it they're going to hide this and they're going to use it to their advantage. Anyway, there's other things that are uh, out there and we will uh, do our best to get to them all. So let's get through measure 114 that we're going to be voting on this fall. Is it the most extreme anti-gun measure in the country? Well, the piece today in the Northwest Observer, northwestobserver.com is where you can go to read it. It details the most harmful elements of this thing. And it's how, and and this is what the Oregon Firearms Federation is saying you should make comment to. And I had it on yesterday's show program, and I'll do it again today. How you can make comment that these restrictions literally are discriminatory against minorities to the Oregon Criminal Justice Commission. You may comment about this. The, you have to get a permit to just purchase a gun, not carry it or bear it, just to purchase. Now, we'll get into what that means. 503-589-1220 is the power of Buick GMC talk line. Let's go to Art. Art, good morning. 
Good morning, Jeff. Everybody drink plenty of water today. Stay hydrated because that's where you get in trouble. Jeff, the answer to your question, no, about the FBI. What needs to occur, and in fact, they're trying to pass legislation right now to hold these dang uh, employees like Lois Lerner and her numbnuts boyfriend accountable for inappropriate behavior. These individuals need to be fired and the president or the law needs to specifically state that if they're engaged in political stuff like they were, that their rear ends get canned. It's not their job to do what they're doing, um, uh, you know, to further their political agenda. They have a job to do. They need to do their dang job and not get involved in stuff that is inappropriate. So that's my answer to your question, Jeff. We okay. gotta start. We gotta start holding these doggone people that work in state federal government accountable for inappropriate behavior and the unions need to keep their dang noses out of it uh, because you know they affect what happens a lot too Jeff you're right and um, I mean I tend to agree with you Art I think disbanding the other guy is it's a bad idea. It just needs to be transformed radically. There, there you go. Transformed into doing their dang job instead yep. of getting involved in politics. That's right. And they and there is a way. Trump has a way. Call Jeff now at 503-589-1220. That's 503-589-1220. Let's return now to more of Political Coffee with Jeff Krupp. It's 22 minutes past the top of the hour. Yes, Trump does have a plan to do exactly what Art just suggested at the federal level. And I'll get into that quickly in a moment. By the way, Linda, thank you for sending me the picture in the email. If you want to send me an email, it's jeff at 1220.am or jeff at kslm.news. She has a screenshot of an advertisement for crayons, Crayolas, right? Well, the guy it's a guy advertising this. This was on... Real America's Voice this morning on the the show they called American Sunrise. This advertisement from Crayola targets kids. It's a guy in a shirt who's wearing a bra. It's pure evil, Linda writes, targeting children with such garbage. Folks, you better, I'm in all seriousness, you better start taking a little bit of extra time to watch the commercials on the cartoon shows that your kids or your grandkids are watching. Yeah, it is pure evil. It's sick. Thank you, Linda. 
for sharing that with me. 503-589-1220 is the power of Buick GMC talk line. 503-589-1220. You know what Trump's plan is? It was revealed by, I think it was a, no, it was an Axios um, article the other day. Axios is a liberal website, news aggregator, whatever on the left side. Anyway, they, uh, Trump has a plan in place, folks. If he's president again, and it does, it holds accountable these unelected bureaucrats who end up implementing policy that a president doesn't want, doesn't like, is trying to change. And they get away with it. You know why? Because they have civil service protection under federal law. Now, how this happens is very simple. Chuck Schumer and Nancy Pelosi, mostly Chuck Schumer, with because Democrats are in control of the U.S. Senate, right? Even though it's a 50-50 try, they're in control. The vice president, the worthless Kamala Harris, sorry about that. <clears throat> she's figured out she's a woman now. Anyway, Kamala <clears throat> breaks the tie, right? So Democrats are effectively in control of the U.S. Senate. Schumer is the Senate majority leader. Remember how he held up all of these Trump appointees? Huh? Yep. They did. They held them up. Wouldn't hold hearings to approve them. So what happens when a Trump appointee for an agency, and there's something like 4,000 of them that have to be appointed in an administration. What happens when they get held up? Well, they still have to operate. They still have laws and rules they have to implement. Guess who does it? The unelected professional bureaucrats, the staff that are protected by civil service. Do you know how long it takes to fire one of them under these rules? Years, folks. Years. This is partly what Trump has trumpeted and did the other night. Did yesterday. No, not yesterday, but previously. The other night in Arizona. For the VA, they had to pass special, you know how bad the VA was. You couldn't fire anybody. For years, it took you. Now they fire them right away. But it took a special bill in Congress to do it. Trump has an executive order prepared. He doesn't even have to go through Congress. If he becomes president again, that reclassifies these bureaucrats at the higher level that are now protected by Secret Service, not Secret Service, by civil service protections. I'm sorry, I misspoke. That can't be fired or it takes years to effectively they get to be there. And these are the people that are not implementing what Trump wants. Because Congress is holding up, the Senate is holding up the approval of the heads of these agencies, Trump appointees who will clean house, do what needs to be done at the FBI. Trump just needs to pick the right people. Well, by executive order, he's going to reclassify these people. I know that's a little bit inside baseball. I'm sorry, I don't want to get off track here. Folks, the permit, measure 114, we're gonna vote on it. This is being labeled the most extreme gun measure in the country. You have to get a permit to purchase a firearm. Not carry it, but purchase it. What does that mean? You gotta take a class. 
from the cops or someone approved by the cops. Nothing wrong with that, except it's an infringement on our Second Amendment right. Firearm instructors who teach concealed carry handgun licenses are not eligible. You see, if you want to go buy a 22 rifle to kill varmints around your farm, you want to buy a handgun, you want to go buy a shotgun to protect your home and your family, like Joe Biden says is better than a handgun or an AR-50, just buy a shotgun, remember? You got to get a permit just to go purchase it. And a concealed carry firearms instructor is not eligible to teach that, even though they teach it every day. And you have to have gun safety training. That includes storage, transportation, state and federal laws, and the impacts on homicide and suicide. Including the class has to, just before you get a permit to go buy a gun, it includes live firing. There are few facilities in Oregon for live fire training. Most of them are private organizations and not open to the public. There's more on this, and I'll get to it. Maybe this is the most extreme gun measure. Oh, it gets worse. Most extreme gun measure in the country. We get to vote on it in November. Measure 140, back in a moment at 6 or 6.30. Jeff now at 503-589-1220. That's 503-589-1220. Let's return now to more of Political Coffee with Jeff Krupp. Is Measure 114 the so-called... bill that provides, um, it it, it bans large capacity magazines. Is it the most extreme gun measure in the country? Oregon Firearms Federation says it effectively bans gun sales. How? Well, I'll get into more of that here in a moment. Again, you know, the entire purpose of the reason I get up in the morning early and do and prepare to do a radio show like this with you for one hour is very simple. I want you to take what you hear here from whether it's from me or from listeners or emails that I read and use it to change your world by having those persuadable conversations with people in your world, whatever world that is, people that you judge in your experience with them, your interactions, that they are persuadable. So maybe you do that by starting off by saying, should we ban guns, period, in Oregon, in America? You know, we're going to be voting on Measure 114, which creates this new system which effectively bans gun sales. 
and it really hurts minorities the worst. I, I thought we had a Second Amendment which said our, our rights to keep and bear arms couldn't be infringed. So how is it infringed? I mean, that, that's how you can start a conversation. Well, here's how. And you can read this on the, I'll have it on the show plan on kslm.news. Click under local podcast, click on political coffee, which is at the top. And you can check on each day. You can just click on each day. You can listen to the podcast again. You can listen to the show again. You can download it. We can also see the actual stories. And you can read this story. Northwestobserver.com. How does it effectively ban gun sales? Well, you have to have two background checks, which are the same. Two. The first one is to just be able to go buy a firearm, any firearm. You have to take a class, either from the police department or from someone approved by the police. The people we go to today for a concealed carry permit, those instructors, they are not allowed to do this. It's got to be somebody else. You got to have instruction on storage, transportation, state and federal laws, impacts of homicide, suicide, and it has to include live fire. Here's the problem. Yeah, there's a lot of private shooting ranges. Well, there's a few of them, actually. Some of them indoors, some of them outdoor. But do they offer live fire training for all weapons? Most of these, again, are private organizations. Like, for instance, the Albany Gun Club down here right off of I-5, south of Albany. I know it well. They're not open to the public. This measure, as this story says today, does not require that these classes have to be made available by law enforcement. You got to have it. You got to have a live fire part of the class. All of these things on storage and transportation, state and federal laws. It says you got to have that to get a permit just to go buy a gun. But it doesn't say that they have to be made available by law enforcement. Even though it says the cops have to do it. Or someone approved by the cops has to do it. But it doesn't say you have, they have to provide it. So in other words, it's an impossible standard to meet. If a liberal police chief says, no, I don't think I want to provide this. Or a county sheriff who says, it's going to cost me a lot of money. It's not in the budget. We haven't been funded for it. So guess what? We're not going to provide it. If they say that, then it simply is not available in that area. Isn't that a ban? It can't be complied with. Oh, and by the way, there's no caps on the fees that can be charged for the classes. If someone actually provides them, they could charge you a hundred bucks, 200 bucks, whatever. Wouldn't matter. 
Oh, and by, and Freddie, hang on. I'll get to you in a second. 503-589-1220 is the Power Buick GMC talk line. 503-589-1220. Emails to jeff at 1220.am or jeff at kslm.news. There are no exceptions, by the way, for cops or even firearms dealers. Now, if you're a firearm dealer, you have already been subject to uh, a background check that I haven't been subject to, even though I have a concealed carry. It's a much deeper one. There's no exception for those people. If you're a cop and you want to go buy a gun, for your family at home. You got to go through this same process. The Oregon State Police then wants the application for the permit to just buy the gun. Once you've made it, they do the background check on the applicant. There's no time limit on how long the OSP can take to complete the check. Some people have waited two years today for concealed carry. If the background check clears the applicant, the sheriff or the chief of police can take 30 days to issue the permit or just deny it. The state cops or the local police can conduct any investigation into the applicant that they want. There's no limits to what they can ask or demand personal information on like your social media accounts, information on your friends, your family, or your financial records. There's no limit. If after 30 days you are approved, the permit does not allow you to buy the gun. This permit that's supposed to allow you doesn't allow you to do it. Why? It just allows you then to submit to a second background check from the same agency who did the first, the Oregon State Police, which once again can take as long as they want. The fee for the permit, by the way, is $65 and it has to be renewed every five years. Oh, and it creates a public database for anybody who just attempts to get the permit to buy the gun. And includes all personal information, your home address and your phone number. There's more, and I'll get to it, but i got to get to Freddie. Freddie, good morning. Uh, good morning, Jeff. Uh, being a combat veteran, uh, I could probably give lessons on how to shoot an M-16 machine gun from a helicopter. So they need yep. that kind of a trainer on the available. Um, <laughs> I'm not going to get any damn permit. Uh, <laughs> no, of in, course not. Being in the combat, for God's sake, what am I, what do they think they're doing uh, the, the issue about uh, the, the FBI, all of this started really, Jeff, when we got away from one-day voting, when we used to have to go to the Grange Hall, the church, or the school, and place our ballot and vote that day. And that's pretty much changed the whole uh, layout of uh, who gets elected anymore. And this has been going on for 30 years. We knew it, we need We really need to get back to one-day voting, you go to the Grange Hall, church, wherever, in your precinct, and make your vote count there instead of all this mail-in. That has absolutely changed oh, yeah. who gets elected. Yes, you're right. 
we have to have the belief, at least I do anyway, and I, I think you feel the same way, and probably most of our listeners, we have, we have to know that our election systems are fair and that they are accurate. That's what this September 3rd event is going to be all about up at the Gathering of the Eagles and the Ames Ranch with Dr. Douglas Frank and others, including Mike Lindell, who's going to be making an appearance either by video, live, or taped message to us. That's what it's all about, that thing. Because what's happened in the FBI and other places is that you've got people now in there that have, have a political viewpoint, and that's how they got into that position. It's just like some of the officers, a lot of the officers, upper echelon officers in the military. They're all political guys, and they're not really, they're really not soldiers anymore. And that's how they got appointed. And that's what's wrong with our, with our system today is that we've allowed these political hacks to get involved, and then they go ahead and use their authority to disrupt whatever is going on because they simply just don't like the personality of the person running. We see that every day now. So we got to get back. Sadly, to, uh, you're right. Voting. We do see it every day. Elections matter, folks. That's why you got to get involved. Seriously. And we're going to teach you how to do some of that up at September 3rd at the Ames Ranch Gathering of the Eagles. Back in a moment at 648. Thanks, Freddie. Jeff now at 503-589-1220. That's 503-589-1220. Let's return now to more of Political Coffee with Jeff Krupp. It's the last segment for today anyway, and yes, that is the Power Buke GMC talk line, 503-589-1220. Emails to Jeff at 1220.am. Jeff at kslm.news, like the one I got from the other Dale. Also with IP-17, which is now Measure 114, if a CHL holder gets his license renewed and gets the background check and a picture for the new card and pays the $65 and decides to go get a new firearm a few days later, he has to go through all the classes again and get another background check and pay another $65 just to get the permit to buy the gun. Makes a lot of nonsense. That's right. It does. Is Measure 114 the most extreme infringement on your constitutional right to keep and bear arm, your Second Amendment right? Is it? If it effectively bans you from buying a gun, how's that constitutional? Isn't that extreme? If it keeps you from defending your family from a home invader because it creates these standards that can't be met, isn't that an infringement? Isn't that unconstitutional? Isn't it? 
That's a, that's a question you can talk to someone about who's persuadable in your world. Dale writes a text message the other Dale. Tell me again, what is the point of staying in this state if this BS is rubber stamped by the drones of Sodom on the Willamette? That means Portland. Plus Kotech. Gonder wonder what breed of monsters contrived the wording on this ballot measure. Well, the breed of monsters are liberal religious people, anti-gun zealots. The chief petitioners are Walter John Knudsen III, Michael Z. Kahana, and Marilyn Keller. That's who the people are. Now, so you have to get a permit and a background check and go all these classes and pay the fee just to be approved to go buy a gun. And then you have to submit to another background check. You Today, you can walk into Bymart and you can buy a gun and you're good to go. Yeah, you got to go, you got to pay the fee. You got to, you got, this creates two fees, two background checks is what it does. It also says it bans any magazine over 10 rounds. Well, first of all, any magazine at 10 rounds or less I can walk into any mall with several of those with a little bit of practice and I can kill just as many people as one with 15 rounds. It just takes me a few seconds longer. And hey, if it's a gun-free zone and nobody's wearing a gun in there, you know, like a CHL holder, like the guy that stopped the um, Indiana mall shooting, 20-year-old with concealed carry, who killed the shooter. Yeah, if you, and by the way, that was a gun-free zone. He carried it anyway. He's not going to be prosecuted for that. Shouldn't be. He's hailed as a hero. He wouldn't be in Oregon. He would be brought up on charges. The liberal left would demand, it doesn't matter that he saved a whole bunch of lives. He was carrying a gun in a place he wasn't supposed to. Anyway, if you already have a magazine, this says you can't sell. Anymore in Oregon, you can't buy 10-round magazines or more. But if you already own one, you're restricted to your home or trips to approved shooting ranges. And when you're making that, and in your home... Or if you're going to use it and transport it at a shooting range, it's got to be unloaded and it's got to be locked up for you just to transport it. Oh, and you can't transfer it to anybody ever except when you die. This magazine ban on 10 rounds effectively bans most sporting shotguns these days since they have tubular magazines which are capable of holding more than 10 rounds depending on the type of shotgun shell. More importantly, the sheriffs around the state have reported they don't have the manpower nor the facilities to provide the required training. Currently, no local police department has any kind of process 
to provide the required permits. The Oregon State Sheriff's Association has estimated the first year cost of the program at 40 million bucks, with subsequent years costing nearly as much. And the sponsors of the measure have no plans to determine if anybody should provide money for the sheriffs or the local police to provide these services, to run these programs. There you go. That's what this does. It effectively bans gun sales, gun purchases in many ways. By the way, Rebecca Donaldson is an award-winning real estate broker. And you know what? She can meet your needs, take care of you. If you're ready to buy or sell a home. There's a reason she won Best of the Willamette Valley because she's really good at what she And we have a changing real estate market. Give her a call. She's on top of it, folks. That's good for you. 503-269-0747 or rebeccasgothouses.com. Speaking of Rebecca, let's go to Rebecca. A different Rebecca, but anyway, how are you, dear? Uh, It's so frustrating to hear you talk like this because... Um, the Democrats always kept their slaves with no weapons. Um, it, the NRA was formed um, after the Civil War to help the black people um, ha- learn how to use guns and to provide them with guns. Um, and th- it was because the Democrats were coming in the middle of the night and hurt- and killing them. And right. they needed weapons in their homes so that they could pr- protect themselves. Now, the Democrats um, control the initiative petition process when we've tried to make initiative petitions to, to correct some of the things that they've done to us. Um, they just they, they control the initiative petition process and won't allow initiative petitions. Um, they do it through various means. Um, they, they, when we do get something through... Um, which there have been miracles, and we've gotten things through. It's been a, it's been wonderful having the initiative petition process here in Oregon, if and when we can get it through. Anyway, then they they go make a law and reverse what we've done, or they just have a judge undo what we've done. So, when when someone calls in and says, "This is what we need," yes, of course that's what we need. But how are we going to get what we need? <laughs> Well said. Thank you, dear. We're at the end of the show. Mike writes an email. Explain how the gun bill is bad for minorities. Go look at the Oregon Firearms Federation page, Mike. You can read it for yourself. They explain how it's bad for minorities. And they're right. Back tomorrow, folks.